hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfy with Remax Escarpment, the Golfy team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamprin and Lou Tellerico. Lou Tellerico, good By Irish popular name. Popular demand. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> listeners you. were like, "We we need Lou back in studio," so he's graciously uh, graced us with his presence today. He couldn't wait. He's got his toque now. He's got the, this is the it. Weather, eh? The cold weather. He's got the toque on his. <laughs> yeah, toque I mean, season. October toque came and we had a we had a hot day, yeah. and then we had a super. Meh day, and that's it. And now, now we it's got continued. yeah rain and uh, so are we ready for this as realtors. Or it's not good for anybody that's got arthritis. I feel sorry for you. Yeah, uh, I'll see if there's any deals in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going down to Florida pretty soon. I am going down to Florida. I'm going to be checking out open houses out there. I'm going to you know check out some realtor offices and uh, and see what uh, what they're doing differently, mm-hmm. uh, uh, better than us, or not as good as us. I I, I really. Uh, I when I go to any no matter where I'm going, it could be the Caribbean islands, Europe, and everything. I am walking into a real estate office. I know I don't shut it down, but I love what I do, guys. And if you love what you do, it's not work. Have you ever been to an open house wh- wherever you've been and thought, "Wow, I I could really you know invest in this place, and it could be a vacation home." Have uh, you been that enticed to yeah, do that? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, but the thing is, it's like um, you you really have to think about it, like like. Buying a vacation home, ver- you know, like like versus renting one. Like, are you going to go down and use it enough and make it worthwhile? Right, right, because if you're like like people have cottages up north. Now, if you go up every weekend, that's great. Like, you got your own place. You don't have to pack your bags. You just go because everything's up there. But if you're not using it every week, like let's say you rent a cottage for you know like two weekends or three weeks out of the year, I still don't think it's worth owning. Hmm. Like it's the cost is not uh, doesn't make sense right. in, my, in my opinion. Yeah. In my yeah. opinion, no, that's a good point. And people that have places in Florida, if they're only again, if you're only going there for like you know let's say three times a year, uh, and it's only maybe one or two weeks each time, you can rent. You can rent yeah. and still st- still not maintain. Uh, a, a place down there because um, it, it could cost you maybe ten to twenty grand to carry it, but you can rent cheaper and fly. Right. You know what I mean? It's just you. You really got to look at the numbers. It, it it's nice to have. You have appreciating asset, but mm-hmm. you're still. But you can write it off. Uh, but you still have to outlay the money, right. like you know, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, we got a lot to get to today, including uh, the average price of a, a home here in Hamilton, Burlington, now more than six hundred thousand dollars for the first time ever. So, the Realtors Association of Hamilton, Burlington, reporting one thousand twenty sales of residential properties last month. We have some uh, neighborhood statistics that we'll get to. September sales down from July and August, but they're up from September of twenty eighteen. By 3.2%. Average price, as I mentioned, $609,000, up 8.5% from September of 2018. So if you bought a house in the Hamilton Burlington area last September, a year later, it's worth 8.5% more. It's crazy. That's eh? unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, and it just keeps going. Like, like, and 
when did somebody get a raise last? Of 8.5%? Like in the last 10 years, <laughs> maybe somebody got one raise yeah. with their company. Right. But it might be 2%. Two and a half yeah, percent, maybe, yeah. right? So depending on where they were. So there's, uh, um, but it, that's the tough part. That's the tough part. It is becoming tougher, uh, but you know, people are making it and working it, and you know, that's why Canadians are, you know, in debt yeah, because to afford these houses that are going up in value, it's and, it's, and it's tough. It's tough. Uh, detached single family properties increased by six point seven percent compared to the same month last year. Average sale price increased eight point seven percent. A couple of numbers that I was looking at. Uh, from uh, the Realtors Association of Hamilton, Burlington. So Burlington average sale price just in Burlington went from seven thirty nine last September to seven. Is it eighty eight? Yeah, seven eighty eight last month. Hamilton jumped from five oh two to five fifty four. But average days on market in Burlington went from thirty three down to twenty three days September to September, and Hamilton went down from around thirty two to twenty eight. Yeah, it, it a little bit of a shortage of homes. Uh, for sale, mm-hmm. uh, there 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 was a little uh, a, a buyer uh, uh, sprint of buyers that came out. Um, do, do you think the home buyer incentive played any part in that? That home buyer incentive uh, is it? I don't think so. No, I, okay. I think I don't think it. it so the it impact makes a is difference. Minuscule. It's just it was just a political thing. It, it, some people may use it, but it's it's nothing. Right, nothing. It's to, not the be all and end all. No, okay. no, they need to do something better than that. All right, let's go to uh, our neighborhoods, and so uh, we'll start in Hamilton. This all Hamilton. Uh, it shows here that uh, it, it's up ten percent, ten point five. From uh, from so last year what we talked was five hundred two thousand was mm. the average sale price, and now it's five hundred fifty four thousand. So they actually sold ten uh, percent more in unit numbers, and and it's gone up ten even ten ten point five percent in average sale price. But if you go back, this is all a Hamilton. So this is based, you know, Ancaster, everything all included. Right now, look look at this, two thousand and nine. This now, is amazing. This is this is based on. Uh, from January 1st to the end of September, every year I put down. 2009, 10 years. Remember I told you house prices double every yeah. 10 years? Yeah. Well, guess what? <laughs> this is uh, So in Hamilton and surrounding areas, uh, in 2009, the average sale price in the Hamilton uh, uh, area, $266,416. Listeners have just driven off the road. Can you, ma- can, <laughs> you imagine, can you imagine? Ten years, ten years. So you have your money. Uh, put your money and bought ten real estate. I mean, if you could afford sure. to, yeah. you would have been a millionaire today. Now, and look at that. Now, my stats are a little bit different than the board stats because right. they don't include uh, outside sales agents that list. So, like, in, if a Toronto guy, Toronto agent comes in, and lists a house in Hamilton, mm-hmm. that's not included in the uh, right. in 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 the stats. So, so our numbers offer just about, about two or three percent. Yeah, it's very slight. Yeah, yeah. So in ten years, it's gone from two hundred sixty-six thousand to five hundred thirty-four. Great, that's amazing. unbelievable. It's amazing. More that's than double there. Uh, Ancaster, Ancaster sales are down four point two percent. And uh, average sale price. Look at that. That's up amazing. 20%. Up 20%. It, I can't believe this. 683 to now $820,000. Now, yeah. that's probably going to come down, you would think, in the fall? Um, it, it'll average out. Yeah. It'll average out because month to month is different. But once I do, I, I love doing the year to year and thing. But, but if you look at Ancaster, uh, the first nine months in 2009, 
Can you imagine buying a house for three hundred eighty-eight thousand? <laughs> wow! In eh? Ancaster, that's wow. amazing. Three hundred eighty-eight thousand. Now it's seven hundred seventy-three thousand. That's so, unbelievable. Yeah, it's uh, amazing. amazing. Same same kind of story in Burlington in terms of the number of sales down, but the sale price up. So sales went down almost five percent. Yeah. Uh, but the average price going up six percent. Now sitting at seven hundred eighty-seven thousand yeah. dollars. Shortage of homes. Shortage going of homes. Up, yeah. That's it. Yeah. And then. Dundas, so sales up 15%, but the sale price down 15%. This is interesting. Yeah, you can't, you know what, Dundas is like, it's like, you know, throwing mud against the wall. Hit and miss, right? Yeah, it's a hit and miss. You know, because you get some, you get months with big sales, low sales, and and, uh, look, like they sold more, you know, 15% in Dundas, that's four more homes than they sold last year in September. So, but, but, and it's down 15% uh, in in, uh, average sale price. It's just, Dundas... I mean, it's it's a tough it's a tough one to mm-hmm. uh, to figure out. Like it's uh, you have to almost do overall year for right. the, for Dundas uh, in Glenbrook. So the number of sales went up thirteen point five percent. But again, we're talking about five more homes. The average yeah. sale price now listed at six hundred sixteen thousand dollars in Glenbrook. That's up eleven percent from last September. Wow. Glenbrook is still a popular place. Yeah, I, you know what? That's amazing. I I can't believe that. So people are, you know, they they want they call that the suburbs now. I guess. Yeah, yeah totally. So that's way out there. Grimsby number of sales just up by two forty five last September to forty seven last month, up four point four percent. Average sale price pretty flat. It is because you know why they peaked probably uh, some time ago. So now it's another flat one that line. Plateau, right? level, flat line, and then maybe in a year or so, and bang, it's gonna it's gonna creep up real fast. Yeah. All right, let's dive into uh, more of Hamilton's stats. So Hamilton Center, the number of sales down from eighty six last September to seventy five last month, but the average sale price still going up. Now sitting at three hundred eighty thousand dollars, up from three forty two. Shortage of homes. Shortage of homes. Yeah. yeah. Well, but yeah, eighty six sales. That seems a little. Small. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. For for that for the month, but look at this, 2009 Hamilton Central. <laughs> you can buy a house for 142,000. Wow, wow! Can you imagine? Can you? Ma- well, you can't now. Ten years ago is not that long ago. <laughs> no, not at all. So now 390. Like that's more than it's double. More than double. Amazing. Way more. Amazing. Than Amazing. Yeah. Hamilton's beautiful. Hamilton East also going up in terms of sales, up 20%. Sale price up 12%. A home in Hamilton East now uh, averaging $430,000. Holy smokes. Is that, uh, are people getting out priced now or priced out of the market? It, it, it is almost. It is, yeah. The, the hardest price point right now for any house is uh, houses that are priced in the 800000 range, the resale. Hmm. Uh, because now people are looking at, okay, well, can I go with a new build or resale? Right. Now, to me, my opinion, if you see a resale that's less than five years old, it's got the basement done, landscaping, fencing, driveway, uh, uh, everything, and window coverings, I would jump on that before I would buy new. But sometimes people say, "Oh, I want a house that nobody lived in before," mm-hmm. you know, and uh, you know. But believe me, you're, it's going to cost you. You buy a brand new house, and you're a young person. Buy the resale. Try to find a newer one. They're, they do come up, and uh, you just save yourselves thousands of dollars yeah. by buying a, a resale uh, that's less than five years old. Let's go to the Hamilton Mountain. Sales up 20%, and the sale price up uh, nearly 8%. Uh, Home on the Mountain now averaging $494,000. And over the last 10 years... So in 2009, yeah. you can get a home on the mountain for two hundred twenty-seven thousand dollars. Wow. Ten years later, four ninety-seven. Nice, wow. crazy. It's pretty good investment. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, Hamilton West number of sales kind of flat, forty-five, forty-five. Yeah. Uh, from month to month in terms of September, sale price uh, a little bit down, four hundred seventy-five thousand yeah. dollars last year at this time. Now four fifty-four. 
Flatline, that's it. You know, it gets to a point where people can't afford anymore. Stony Creek. So some impressive gains in Stony Creek. The number of sales skyrocketing 24%. So 81 homes were sold in September 2018, 110 last month. Sale price rising from 533 to 621 That's including Hannon. That's including Upper Stony Creek. But on the next page, I only included Lower Stony Creek for the last 10-year mark. In Lower Stony Creek... In 2009, you could have bought a house for 273000 Now, it's 560000 Can you imagine how many people are kind of kicking themselves? Thinking, oh, yeah. I could yeah. have bought a home here, I, there, and everywhere. Yeah, no kidding. I uh, kick we'll, myself looking at these. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll end in uh, Waterdown. Number of sales down from 43 last September to 34 last month. Sale price uh, kind of flat, 668 to small 676 communities. They do flat. Uh, small communities flatline. All right, we're going to run. When we come back, we'll talk about uh, Canada home to two of the world's most overvalued real estate markets. You can probably guess what they are. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. are listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin. In studio with Rob Golfie and Lou Tellerico, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website. All new website, by the way. Congratulations yes, on it. Looks yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, did you, you, took, you took a look it's at it, eh? Yeah. Easy to Easy, easy to, to use, navigate Nice through. to look at. Yeah, yeah. Everybody check it out. Uh, it's got a lot of good things on there for you uh, you can check out you know the team you can check out what's going on we yeah got i like the bios and the videos yes that's, that's yeah, a nice touch trying to put more videos on there <laughs> lou's like oh don't yeah, look yeah. At my... <laughs> we got some video of lou here yeah i'm not shy i'll, I'll do the videos yeah. no hey, it's great no, we gotta get we gotta touch. get a picture with this toucan yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go uh all over social media you can check out at uh, rob golfie on twitter and instagram go to the facebook page and subscribe to the hamilton real estate show podcast wherever you get your favorite podcasts also if you have a question for the golfie team you can email questions at robgolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. All right. Toronto, to no one's surprise, is the second most overvalued real estate market in the world, according to a report from UBS. The Global Real Estate Bubble Index found only Munich, Germany is deeper into bubble territory. So this article states that Price bubbles are a regularly recurring phenomenon in property markets. The term bubble refers to a substantial and sustained mispricing of an asset, the existence of which cannot be proven unless it bursts. So right now they're suggesting Toronto is in this price bubble. It's overpriced. It is. It's too expensive. It's crazy expensive. Like, uh, literally, you have to have a couple husband, wife, and kid working to afford yeah. this house in, in Toronto. But they usually get hit the hardest when there's a when the, when the economy needs a little bit of a, a, a correction and they they get hit the hardest when it comes to mm-hmm. uh, uh, price adjustments in, in the marketplace. Realist, uh, real housing prices, this article states, uh, in Toronto almost tripled between 2000 and 2017. Vancouver is seventh on this list. Uh, despite the cool down, Vancouver still home to Canada's highest priced real estate with the average home costing as much as $993,000. I'd like to see the price 10 years ago in Vancouver. Yeah, that, w- that would be something That'd to be see. interesting. So the top 10 are uh, Hong Kong, 
Amsterdam, Frankfurt, Paris, Zurich, London, and San Francisco. So Hong Kong is in China, right? Yes. So there you go. That's where all the money is. They're coming to Canada. And they are coming to Canada because they want to get out of Hong Kong. And they're driving the prices up. So, like in Vancouver, they're 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 stopping over and they're buying. So now you got the the people from China coming to Canada. Now they're competing against each other in the Vancouver market, and driving up the price, and driving up the price. Like they've got money, and you know, like and it's hard for the Canadian because we got all this foreign money coming in, buying up these this real estate, mm-hmm. and it's making it tough for the uh, for the average person in Canada to buy. The benefit though is that uh, the Toronto boom or whatnot, the overpriced houses there are creating a demand for the Hamilton homes, and again pushing prices up a little bit here. That's probably what we're seeing as well. Yeah in the price of going up here in Hamilton. Mm-hmm. I think three of the last four deals I've done were from Toronto buyers coming into Hamilton again, seeing the value in the Hamilton homes. Right. Everybody's getting pushed. Everybody's getting pushed. So you got people in Hamilton saying, you know what? I, I need to, you know, I can't afford it, so I got to go to St. Catharines. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, but Niagara Falls has got a boom because a lot of Toronto people <laughs> are moving to Niagara Falls, like especially the retirees right. from Toronto. They're going to Niagara big wow. time. So. These Hong Kong investors or people who want to move here, uh, they're first going to look to Vancouver. That's obviously, you know, th- their first stop. Do you envision a time where they're like, you know what, I can get even a better house in Toronto for a little bit less? Or are they not even looking this way? I, I think they are looking this way, yep. for sure. I mean, that's why, well, Vancouver had the uh, foreign tax yep. going on. Now they got a... Uh, vacant tax. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and so there, so uh, p- there's neighborhoods in, Va- in in Vancouver that are are empty. It's like ghost town. Yeah. Like, can you imagine? You buy a house. You know, you got your family moving in, and, and no then one you, else lives there. <laughs> you're not getting this. You're not getting a cake. To, you know, welcome to the neighborhood because there is yeah. nobody in the neighborhood. But in Toronto was starting to get that, so they started doing the foreign tax in Ontario for mm-hmm. the for especially in Toronto. Yep. So now. They're going to, I think, Montreal. They, they, that, yeah. It's spring a little. Yeah, the yep. next hotspot is Montreal. Then it'll be Calgary. They're just going to keep going. And I mean, it's a great thing for Canada. You know, we're getting people investing in Canada, but it, it is it is driving the prices up now. If they stop, if they stop, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt our economy big time. You know, I, I, I would suggest, yeah, yeah, because we're talking luxury homes, right? Big homes, yeah, absolutely. They're, they're, they're coming here with cash in their pockets. They're yeah. sending over their sons or daughters. And they're just buying condos, cash, and it's it's they're not even blinking twice at the yeah. price. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, the fall real estate updates. Economists predict a gradual rebound. Uh, I'm not sure if we're looking at a rebound because prices and sales have been rather steady. Yeah, right? they've been pretty good. So yeah. uh, there's no rebound unless they're talking about uh, Vancouver or. I think uh, this is mo- more of a national scope. National, and, and yeah. they are referring to the Hong Kong kind of phenomenon with the conflict yeah. there. There's 300,000 Hong Kong slash Canadian citizens who are thinking, "Hey, maybe I should just go home or go to Canada." And Wait a minute, that's 300,000. Is that 10 percent? No, that's to one percent. Of the population. Is that 1% population. of the population, yeah. yeah. Still, that's a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Now, obviously not all 300,000 are going to come over, but no, if no. there's even yeah. 10% of that, that's right. I mean, that's a that's lot of people, right? right? Um, so what are we looking at the fall market here in Hamilton? Is it just steady as we I, go? I, I think it's going to be slow and, uh, uh, slow and steady, okay. to, uh, uh, which is good. Um, like, m- house prices are still going to climb. My biggest thing is I want to find out, 
year over year, what is the actual increase in average sale price from mm-hmm. you know from uh, January first to December thirty first, which I think is going to be overall about eight to ten, seven to ten percent. Wow. I think overall, I mean, we, we we were talking about this six eight months ago. The prognosticators and all the analysts were saying, "Hey, we're going to be up for a correction. We're going to be for a correction in the fall. It's coming. It's coming in twenty nineteen, late twenty nineteen, and even into twenty twenty. But we don't see it now. Every mm-hmm. day we're saying it's going to happen. It's not." You see the stats. Things yeah. are going well here, yeah. and I think we're going to be set up for, again, a steady as it goes for the next 12 months. You, you know, you know uh, who is, is taking a beating, and usually they're the first indicators when things change, is the auto sales are, are, are down. Slowing down. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if they're the front lines of what's going on with the economy. Um, but they, uh, uh, I have friends that own dealerships and they said their, their, their sales numbers were down for, uh, mm-hmm. for September. I think the issue with that too is nowadays they make cars so well that you, know, you, you hold on to them for a few years. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They don't rust. Remember, remember all, you know, like, like. 30, 40, 50 years ago, yeah. you, you had to get rust-proofing. Now it's like, do you want it? Well, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like nobody even asked for it because they, they don't hold cars long enough exactly. to rust, but, but, they, but they don't rust like they used to. And, and the lease cycle too, right? You have a, you have a, a, a vehicle for four years or five years, yeah. or you're, maybe you're financing for seven years. You're not going back to a real estate or a, uh, a, a dealership That's right. uh, more often, right? That's right, yeah. So uh, they've kind of done themselves in, I think. For which, sure. You know, yeah, the they're, they've, they've flooded the market over the last yeah. number of years. True, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And given away a lot of cars and a lot of great incentives for, you know, 0% interest. And yeah. people were overbuying again on the cars. And now they're in a situation where it's kind of like, it's going to be a little bit of a, a correction. I, 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 and I think if, if automakers want to sell more cars, they're going to have to come out 0% financing, which is a good deal. Uh, 0% financing, you buy this car, and uh, and that'll probably draw more uh, auto sales. Now, GM is going through a lot of problems right now. Yep. They, they've already lost a billion dollars. Now, you know you know what? The, the hard thing about that is they've lost a billion dollars. Now, and, and I understand that, you know, you got the unions and you got the company. That they, How long is it going to take them to make up that billion dollars know. You know, in wages? It's going to take them like a uh, long two time. decades. Yeah. Like, like it's, 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 it's hard. It's hard. I, I feel it's hard for both parties, both sides. Mm-hmm. Like the company yeah, they're and, really and right the employees. Yeah, really right now we're in a no-win situation. Right? It, it is a no-win. Yeah. yeah, and they want to get to a win-win. Yeah. Uh, I came across this article. I thought it was very interesting. We've talked in the past about, you know, a couple of guys coming together and buying a house or, you know, a couple of mm-hmm. ladies coming together and, and buying a house. This one, uh, the article's headline is Co-Living Projects, a Rising Trend in Canada. So let me set the scene here. Rental rates at new co-living developments will include roommate matching, utilities, high-speed Wi-Fi, shared kitchen and bathroom supplies, hospitality-grade amenities, and weekly cleaning of shared spaces. So what does this mean? Well, co-living is a rising trend in Canada, says the new Emerging Trends in Real Estate 2020 report by PricewaterhouseCoopers and the Urban Land Institute. So there's a company called Node, which operates rental co-living spaces in the U.S. and Europe, that recently announced plans to build a 38-unit building in Kitchener. The company says co-living embraces the three C's of cost, affordability, uh, convenience, and community. So the units reduce costs with smaller, efficiently designed units, and by making use of shared communal spaces, it's convenient because the units come move-in ready, all furnitures in place, utilities, including high-speed Wi-Fi and smart home technology, are included. And the company says the sense of community is fostered in the communal amenities. So this is basically like a dorm room. 
It is. Well, I, but I, you're I, paying I could rent. See, I could see a guy going in there, okay, I want a beautiful blonde, <laughs> <laughs> works out every day, well, and here's the- uh, cooks. Here's where here's where that <laughs> idea just, might go sounds sideways. Sounds like a dating site to me. <laughs> because p- part of it is the matchmaking thing, right? Yeah, so it's like someone could request that, but I don't I, think yeah, the matchmakers are going to go. I was a single guy, so yeah, that you know would what? Be at the I want five list, foot six. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, wearing Lululemon clothes all the time. Oh, that goes back to the rental uh, issue that we have too now. With yes. Rent rates going up. That's becoming a challenge, even though that's obviously more affordable than buying. Right. They're still going to a point where it's like, hey, let's, how do we figure out how to rent for cheap? And this is probably a yeah. solution to that. And, but and there's I, no, yeah, go, go ahead, ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, there's no supply in Hamilton in terms of rental properties. I mean, the, the rental, the vacancy rate is like point yeah, something oh, I percent. Know. And, the, and the thing about, if they're building this building for that, they're going to build uh, two bedrooms with en suites for sure. It's got to be. Yeah. Because I would everybody, think so. that's who fight. Who gets the en suite? Or yeah. unless they're two bedrooms and they share the, the bathroom. But I bet you there are two bedrooms with two baths, guaranteed. So here's guaranteed. a little more details on uh, what the project looks like. It will house about 50 people in these 38 units. Starting rental prices will be 1000 a month per person sharing a two-bed unit and upwards of 1600 a month for a one-bed unit. Uh, leases will be 12 months with flexibility given to tenants who have to relocate. There's also a, um, a, proper, a, a project in Ottawa, 252 beds. It's named Common Zibi. And it will be part of a 34-acre master-planned community. Wow. Uh, I mean, the price is right. So right? If, if your roommate doesn't want to rent anymore and leaves, you're not on the hook for their half. because they're, not, Because yeah. they're renting by the room. They're renting by the room. Like, so they're, so they're, they're hooking up two people per room or whatever. And they have flexibility uh, I, I, if you have to move. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, not everybody's going to get along, but I mean, that's how, <laughs> that's that's how they shift it around. Yeah. You know? And then all of a sudden, one one person's always getting shifted. <laughs> Nobody wants this. So <laughs> the rents in uh, Ottawa are uh, they start at twelve hundred a month for a one bedroom in a co living suite. The company says that's thirty one percent less than the market rate for a one bedroom unit in the area, which rents upwards of just over two thousand dollars. But I mean, we're including high speed Wi Fi, smart home technology, uh, weekly cleaning of shared spaces. Shared kitchen, bathroom supplies. So if you're going to university, Sounds if you're like just starting home. a career, Sounds yeah, like an old age home. too. <laughs> but I mean, for first-time home buyers, bad. they might look at this and say, hey, I can save some <laughs> I, money yeah, while living yeah. pretty good. So that, so the, the gig there is, when they said $1,200, is that $1,200 between two people or $1,200 per month per, for, per room? Per room. So, yeah. so, so if you, it's a two-room suite, it's so twenty-four. They're getting $2,400. Yeah. And they don't have to worry about finding another roommate. That's right. Yeah, so the because the, the 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 company does it for them, which is sounds know, like a sweet deal. You yeah. know what? They're 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 putting putting something there. There's a demand for it because yeah. people need to. You know, like there's a lot of people in Toronto. They can't afford a condo by themselves. Yeah, they got to find somebody to room with, and they're looking. Say, hey, and there's you know roommate looking for roommate looking for roommate mm-hmm. and. With this, I mean, hey, if the roommate doesn't work out, they can just go down the hall with another roommate. Exactly. But, you know, you you brought up a good thing, too. Like, it sounds like a retirement home. We were just talking about the reverse mortgage thing and where seniors may be running out of options in terms of finances. They might look at 1000 a month. Okay, I need a roommate, but... You know, yeah. if my significant other has passed away, I can just live in this communal oh, space with this, yeah. you know, another person. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a big trend for sure. I could see that oh, going yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Things are changing. So, yeah. I mean, there's there's people, uh, you know, that are studying this and they're they're supplying the demand that's out there yeah. for sure. So Kitchener is obviously a hot spot for this kind of project. Right. Ottawa, I would think, would make sense too with, you know, the university scene Toronto, there. for sure. Would Hamilton make sense? 
I, I think so. I don't know. Like it's if you're you know plunking what? something it's, near Mac or maybe near Mohawk. You know what it is. I I I think I think the the guy that's doing it in Kitchener has got the guts to do it. Like like somebody ha, somebody has to do it first, and then all of a sudden the trend will start. Yeah. You yeah. Know I mean? But who's going to invest into what's this a a thirty eight unit building? Yeah, that's a lot of money. So what what he's doing? He's gonna, that's how he's going to approach it. If it doesn't work out, then he'll go back to just renting normal. Right. But but it's his way of getting more money for rental. Which will demand more money for the uh, building cost, the yeah. bu- the the, the uh, value of the building. Yeah, Lou, do you think it'll work in Hamilton? Yeah, you know it's a possibility. I mean, with with all the uh, different um, um, like, yeah, like the university, we have these emerging kind of companies opening up here, the airport, mm-hmm. where maybe people are looking for short term residences that they don't want to commit long term with big contracts and leases. Yeah. This might be a great alternative. It might be. I mean, if anyone in Hamilton's listening to this and thinking, "Wow, this is an investment that I can get behind." Putting it along the LRT route might make sense too, right? Oh yeah, because we're going to have students going back and forth, yeah. you know, hopping on the go eventually. Oh, for sure, for sure. A student now, student doesn't have to live near McMaster with the LRT. Right. They can live in East Hamilton, East Stony Creek, and downtown, just fly, whatever the case is. Fly on the LRT once it's up. Interesting stuff. Uh, when we return, we'll talk about a real estate agent in Michigan who has uh, done something a little bit different, and actually for the first time in his uh, real estate career, has been a realtor for 15 years. Uh, basically, when you have a listing, you want the most eyeballs on your on your listing. Uh, this guy has gone above and beyond in terms of the number of views that he's attracted to his listing, and I'll explain when we return here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Welcome back. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio today with Rob Golfie and Lou Tellerico, sales representatives with Remax's Scartman Realty, the Golfie team. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. The website, robgolfie.com. It's an all-new robgolfie.com. At Rob Golfie on Instagram and Twitter. Check out Rob Golfie's Facebook page. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your favorite podcasts from. Have a question or a topic idea you would like us to tackle on a future episode? Email us, questions at robgolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. By the way, how is the Instagram thing going? Really good. We're we're actually posting. I've been checking it out here. Yeah, have, you, have you seen yeah, some of good. the stuff I've been posting? Yeah. You know, so no, it's been pretty good. It's uh, we're probably posting. Uh, I'm posting stuff about maybe three to four times a week, mm-hmm. and you know, it's uh, it's getting there. But uh, yeah, go on Instagram, golfyteam.com, and uh, you know, we're you know we're doing some fun stuff and just uh, you know just different things to to. To, you know, show hey, what's going on in, in real estate? Yeah, uh, it's a day in the life of a realtor. That's it. But day in the life with uh, uh, the golfy team. Yeah, it's entertaining. It's informative. We're not trying to overdo those. it. We don't want people being sick of us, and they uh, yeah. unlike well, us. Here's golfy un- again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> get go. this guy off! I can't get. It. I can't take <laughs> it anymore. But no, but we're trying to make it uh, good and. Fun. And, uh, if, fun. That's if, what it's all yeah, about. It's all about having some it's, fun. It's all about fun, and we know that social media is important out there. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I'm it's, starting it's been to get, a, 
Yeah. It's and a good vibe right now in the office. And uh, yeah, fall's a good time of year. You know, October's here and mm-hmm. we got, you know, ho- uh, Thanksgiving, Halloween. It's a, it's a fun time of year. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I know you had some trepidation when you started it, but yeah, it's turned out yeah, pretty good. It tur- I, I came out the gate a little slow, and but no, it's picking up now. Yeah. yeah. Okay, there's a realtor in Michigan who uh, is really getting into a spooky spirit. So uh, he's listed a home. The, the price is amazing, $105,000. It's a four-bedroom, one-bathroom house. And according to some interior photographs, there's also a special guest, horror movie character Ghostface from the movie Scream. Uh, so this individual uh, is featured in a number of photos in the listing. Uh, the listing, which went live last Friday, got the attention for its photos from inside the home, which featured the white, masked, and darkly dressed character roaming about the rooms. Uh, Pittsburgh broadcast station WTAE4 reports that the masked man is actually James Pyle, who is the listing agent. Uh, so he, his goal was to get a thousand views. Uh, he says, quote, I just wanted people to take a look at the listing and smile, laugh, have fun with it. The reaction has been a lot of fun. So he was gunning for a thousand views. He's garnered more than 20,000 in three days. So wow. mission accomplished, right? Mission people accomplished. are looking at this listing. Absolutely. And we're talking about it right now. So. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, there, there you go. What it takes. That's what it takes. That, you know what? That, that's marketing. That You want people to look at your house and... So you got to put a scary guy in there? No problem. <laughs> you know? Stepping out of the comfort zone, doing something a little different. Yeah. And I think that's what's going to garner the uh, the interest yeah. and, and definitely the views. Yeah. yeah. So uh, he admits that this is the first time he's ever done this sort of thing. Uh, huh. The homeowners who are selling the house uh, were f- fully buying in. They're saying, hey, this guy's a genius. Go for it. It's, you know, the uh, the, the views are exploding on uh, on the website. So, uh, yeah, first time in 15 years, and obviously it's worked. They're probably millennials. But if it was, <laughs> if it was a senior Hey, no, I'm sorry. We just want to sell our house. Yeah. We don't want to scare anybody, you know. Yeah, but so the homeowner is Diane Wilson. It doesn't say how old she is. Yeah. But she says, quote, I told him whatever you want to do is good with me. There you go. Sounds like a millennial, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it does. It does. It does. So the question is, would, would, you, ever, would you ever do something like this? You know what? Yeah, I think. You know what? My character, uh, Lou, would you, would you think I would do something like that? Uh, yeah, no, I, definitely, Rob. You're a guy who uh, who's not afraid to step out, out of your comfort zone and uh, try new things. So I, I like that about you, and I think we'll we'll, we'll try something like that maybe yeah. in our next listing. I didn't have any. I'm not. I wasn't pressuring to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a no twenty pressure. under the table. <laughs> <laughs> I think Lou would be great too. Yeah. Oh yeah, with his toque. To yeah. get the toque in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Toque uh, man. No, but uh, no, you know what? I probably would do. I probably would do something like that. It has to be the right house with the right people. Sure. They have to with, agree. Obviously. Yeah. They have to yeah. agree on it. Does have the Face, but something a little bit yeah. different. Something along those yeah. lines. Yeah. 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 There was actually, I printed it off and we were going to talk about it uh, uh, later on uh, this uh, month because Halloween's coming up. But there's a listing in Australia that is very, it's along the lines uh, of this story, but uh, this goes far beyond that where they have each room kind of set up as a scary room. Oh, wow. Uh, in the listing, and this thing's just exploded. Uh, we're talking about our last meeting doing uh, some, some new, some hope open houses and you know what? This might be an example of maybe being a little bit more creative in our next open house. Get mm-hmm. a little, get a little more attention. Yeah, you know? maybe we'll get a scary guy in the corner, <laughs> with pointing the finger. Open house. <laughs> open house. <laughs> come inside if you dare. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so when we come back, we got some uh, awkward moments for realtors, and we did this. Uh, I believe Phil and I did this last week, and there yeah. was a number of uh, interesting and funny stories that we uh, shared with our listeners. Uh, I'll share. I'll kind of tease one. This one is in Tokyo, which is um, this real estate company has designed a marriage hunting apartment 
It is extremely unique, but we'll talk about that when we return here. Don't forget, Golfy gets it sold. RobGolfy.com is the website. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Last go round here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie and Lou Tallarico, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. They're online at robgolfie.com. It's a brand new website. Check it out, robgolfie.com. Call them anytime, buying or selling, 905-575-7700, at Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to like the Rob Golfie Facebook page and subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, wherever you get your favorite favorite podcast, past episodes on robgolfie.com and 900chml.com. And if you have a question for the Golfie team or you'd like us to tackle a topic on a future program, send us an email, questions at robgolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. Have you guys ever had an awkward moment showing a house? I know we've talked about the dungeon story from years gone yeah, by. Yeah, there's... Uh, what's an awkward moment? Um, yes. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I had one years ago when I first got into the business... And I went into this house uh, in Hamilton, and it was pretty rough. It was bad. And I walked in, and, and I had my clients, and I said, I wouldn't let my dog live in this house. And people said, Rob, we kind of like this house. <laughs> Get that out. was an awkward moment. Wow. Never again I voiced my opinion. Yeah. Because everybody lives differently. Right. Right. And uh, that was, and I'll never forget that. That was a lesson learned. I really, uh, that was a lesson learned. Mm -hmm. Because your expectations were different than what these people were looking for. Exactly. And it could have been, you know, it could have been their first house. I I don't know. Mm -hmm. I honestly don't know how. But, I mean, the house was bad. Like, I mean, the majority of the population would uh, uh, agree. But I would never voice my pin because right. I'm not the one that's living there. Sure. These are the people that have the money. They're looking to buy a house, and they're the ones that are moving in. So, so did they end so, up moving in? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, I or think, did they say, I, Rob, you're fired? Yeah, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> no, but that was an awkward moment. No, they're, they're, they're clients. They, they bought. I mm-hmm. can't remember if they bought that one or not. It, it, it's so, so many houses ago and so long ago. But it, it was definitely a lesson learned, and it was an awkward moment. I can imagine, yeah. Uh, at the time, and uh, you know, it's like if you can, <laughs> wow. you know, back up, if you can rewind what you say in yes. life, yeah. that would be you one. You can hear moment. the truck say backing up. Oh yeah, less yeah. is more. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anything with you, Lou? Um, anything? You know, I had one a few months back earlier in the year where it was a rental property that my client owned, and she wanted me to preview it for a potential sale of it. So she had given the tenants notice that we were going to come by there and just take a look at it. Mm-hmm. And so when we went in there, you know, we knock a tenant. You know, we're here to kind of see our, our my house that the the, um, the client was saying to their tenants. And it looked like one of them popped out of the bedroom and kind of a nighty. And there was mm. some random guy kind of in the background of the room once we opened trying it. Trying to so, hide. Trying to hide. So it was kind of one of those things where they guess they didn't know or didn't remember we were coming, and they were kind of, you know, <laughs> taking care of things. things and Hello. Uh, I'm sure whatever. that happens So a lot. it was a yeah. little awkward. It wasn't like my client was – it was just – it was awkward to be there. Right. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, okay, so this is a story out of Tokyo. Uh, looking for love? A Tokyo-based real estate company has designed a marriage hunting apartment, but rather than focus on a fireplace or romantic lighting, these apartments offer stripper poles and bathtubs wow. as the focal point in the living room. So what? imagine this. We have a kitchen, living room, pole and bathtub. <laughs> the designer wow. feels a typical tiny, cramped, and poorly designed Japanese apartments are contributing to a decrease in marriage and birth rates, which that company is faced right, with. Right. This is Japan. Tokyo, Japan. To- yep. Tokyo, yeah. Uh, the apartments were designed around his belief that couples need space to cook and bathe together. Worried about the neighbors hearing what's going on behind closed doors? These apartments are soundproof. Nice. So imagine wow. showing this place. Yeah, we should have some here in Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> I should go there, check it out, and bring that concept to uh, Hamilton. That would be different. There you go. That would be there different. You go. So here we have the stripper pole in the family yeah, room. Yeah, uh, there you go. Yeah, it's the highlight of the oh, place. Yeah, it's I mean that was a big trend here. This, uh, you know, the fitness kind of trends of of using the uh, the, the, the the pole, the stripper for, pole yeah. for for fitness and whatnot. And I'm not sure if uh, it'll you know, probably come back because I'm sure J Lo J Lo's got a movie out right Absolutely. now. Yeah, so. that yeah. might <laughs> trigger a rebound of that. Yeah, um, yeah of the rebound of trend. Stri- stripper poles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's something you would put in the basement. But why right? would they call it a stripper pole? Why not just I, a pole in your bedroom? Yeah, they, I, I think that's why it's it's famous it, for that. <laughs> I mean, it's I like, think it's maybe more of a dance pole versus it's I, called. Yeah, a, that's probably I, I more accurate. It, it was marketed as as a clean as a dance pole. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. As a clean fitness. And, yeah. You know. One more for you. <laughs> Talk about awkward, awkward yeah. conversation. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. A realtor suggests his clients check out an open house that he thinks would be a good fit for them. The couple loves the house. They're impressed with even the catering and elegantly dressed buyers, as they are piling caviar onto their plates and sip, and sipping champagne. A woman approaches who must be the listing agent. This is a lovely home. Please tell the seller we're very impressed. Uh, her response is, who are you guys? We're here for the open house, they say. Uh, this is indeed an open house for my friends and family. I'm the new owner. So this person bought the place, is doing a big <laughs> open party, house. and these people are thinking it's an open house oh. and oh are eating the caviar and champagne. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Can you imagine that? Uh, every- party crashers. Yeah. So I'm, I'm imagining the golfy the golfy team's open houses are a little different. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're gonna we're, 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 we're thinking we're, about setting them up. Yeah, soon, we're right? doing. Yeah, we just ordered all new signs with new mark like new logos and really, stuff eh? like that with uh, open house. Uh, we we ordered about, I think about 40, 50 signs. So wow. for for open house signs in the corners, you know, like the directional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, uh, you know, you want to get people in there and take a look you at want the, the eyeballs. Sometimes people, you know, you get the drive by and they're not looking at moving, but eh, let's go check it out. And they say, Hey, I love this place. Mm-hmm. Like you got somebody that wasn't thinking of moving now is looking at it and say, Hey, I kind of love this honey. Let's buy yeah. Let's move. You know? So yeah. that's how you get them. Speaking of signs, we got to run, uh, you remember the, uh, this is probably about a year ago, we were talking about the real estate signs, just the circles. They almost look like stop signs on the lawn. As opposed to like the traditional for sale sign, yeah, I haven't seen many of those. The, oh, the one, the one, uh, it's yeah, just, you're right. Just the yeah, pole with the yeah, circle. yeah, they're right. No, yeah, I don't see those. I guess they fizzled out. Yeah, they didn't work out. I guess All you right. can't put that much uh, information on it. If they had the golfy team info, they, they'd be a hit. I'll yeah, tell you, it'd that. be a big circle. Rob, <laughs> <laughs> probably got banned by the city with the bylaws. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Robgolfy.com is the website, guys. Thanks for coming in. Thanks we will uh, chat with you next Saturday at nine here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Stay with me. Hurry, hurry. Hello? Are you there? 
Help is on the way. Angela Bassett and Peter Krause return in an all-new season of 911 on a new night. Thursday, March 14th on Global. Stream on Stack TV.